below, Bobby. It's time to dive. Welcome to the Unofficial Controller Podcast, your weekly gaming podcast. Episode 107. Is video game cheating ever? And I mean ever okay. With me, George, who's always joined by Bobby, and I think he's going to get an eyebrow raise out of himself today, because this one's a little edgy. (laughs) Save states for save states to my never, ever even look to the guy. Bobby, how's it going? (laughs) What's up, bro? How's everything? Yeah, I'm good. Uh starting up vicious rumors across the internet about you being a safe state machine uh, i know it's the only way i can protect my credence online i've tom's done an autobiography and i started reading out of it it's also like a help guide about how to be a hero mm-hmm. and i'm now the evil guy of the podcast you're the shining white knight <laughs> i am the guy whose ego's got the better of him and he's completely lost touch with reality that's me now it all depends on perspective man well, my perspective is completely warped and, 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 and twisted. So, um, again, last week we had some issues with our phone system getting tapped. So, mm. we've used El Buccio's old secure phone to hopefully record this week. And next week we're hoping to both be living in a new location. Mm-hmm. New series. Oh, cheeky. Not sure. Bear with us. We're working it all out. Thing is. New and old fans sat there, eager as I don't know what, Bobby. Certainly an eager thing. Maybe mm-hmm. someone who hasn't eaten for a while that's just been shown a bowl of soup. That's how eager they are. Okay. Coming up yep. in the show, we've got some news. In there, some um, something related to Sonic news, but it's sad. So bring your tissues. I've got plenty to say on that subject. Then we arrive at the feature where I've got to ask you is video game cheating ever? Is it ever okay? Or is it a eh, eh, eh? And what constitutes cheating? We're going we're gonna to lay all that out, okay? After that, the real deal. As you know, Storm's up the drive. He's got a bootfall this week, especially after last week's glowing eulogy to Gold Rush the game that I never bought because I watched a couple of playthroughs on YouTube and thought, so it unfolds like that every single time. So I'm just, no. Hmm. I'm not just doing busy work for the sake of busy work. There's a whole dig it, process it, same result comes out every time. Unless I've got the wrong end of the stick. Like, yeah, there's lots of ground to process, but if you dig there, reload a game, new game, dig in that position, it's there. Like, no, no. Give me gold. Let me chase gold. Yeah. Might be wrong on doing some more research. Some would say just by the game. But the thing is, I don't want to be disappointed because I really like the show. And I always wanted the game to be something special. After a little bit of research, it might not be what I want it to be. It's not quite farming simulator. It's like like 10% back from the realism of that. Okay. So, anyway. Anyway. Once Stingray's done and I've finished waxing eulogy about Gold Rush the game, what am I doing? We've had a sponsor bit from them last week. Yeah, do you know what? We're shills. We'll work for money. Then, I have to ask Bobby what he's hoping to play. But before... Hey, before we ask him what he's hoping to play, 
Odders, welcome back to the family. You popped your head up above the parapet, and now you've gone back down. Like a submarine, you're maintaining radio silence yet again. I like what you're doing. You reached out, and then you just got back down. Well, set for periscope depth. I couldn't even say that. I got so excited, I couldn't even get the word depth out of my body. I said the first bit, but then couldn't access the TH in my mind. How Every time I hear that, I think of Sean Connery. <laughs> in um, Deep Red Sea, that was it called? Hunt for Red October. Oh, yes, that's it. A.K.A. the Deep Red Sea. Same I film. Guess. Right. Or maybe that's one of those times where the Hunt for Red October comes out and some smaller film studio goes, we better come up with a film that's got red in it. It's about a submarine from Russia. Yeah, yes. what, about, what about the Big Red Sea? Do it, okay? Do it. As long as it's not Clifford the Big Red Dog, we've made that mistake before, mm-hmm. give me Big Deep Red... Give me just Blood Red Sea. I don't give a damn. Anyway, Otis... Set for periscope depth, as I ask Bobby, Bobby. And I'm excited, because if you're on the Discord, you would know what I know, what he's about to say, and elaborate on. Click the Sorry. Bobby, what you been playing? I played Maneater. Oh, my goodness. Best I'm, I'm not going to lie. When, when I was playing it, um, I was a female shark. Oh, so I I played that song Man Eater by Nelly Furtado a couple yeah. times. It just went with the flow. Um, is this song in the game? No, oh, but I played it on the headset. Oh, that's a shame. Imagine it if was, it was. It, that would have been amazing. That's it. It just goes with the flow. So there's lots of Easter eggs in the game, especially when you go to like, you know, you have to collect all the scenery. So they had like a SpongeBob reference. They had a Kaluthu reference. It reference so many that I can even imagine. Caddyshack, uh, and it's like um, it's making fun of like you know uh, ocean conservation, like yeah. the dirty ocean and how we act and how we throw stuff in there. So it's kind of like a little bit informative, but in a funny way. Yeah, because it's like a fake reality show. So they're watching this shark get revenge on this shark hunter. I so designed was, your perfect game, but you so still was, don't like it. What went it, on? No, no, it was pretty cool how they did it. Um, it wasn't that long. So if you're not a completionist, it would have taken you maybe five, six hours to beat, which is fine. You know, it is, it is what it is. For 40 bucks, that might have been a bit too much for such a short game. But it was fun. You know, you could do stuff with it. They kind of get repetitive, but I enjoyed it because it was how they did the story was funny. That's what I liked about it. Because this guy's like an old shark hunter, and he finally caught his, you know, the one that got away type story. And now the uh, the daughter of that shark is getting revenge on that guy. I thought oh, it was wow. pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Right, okay. I, I've held off. I've been trying to build up a ps5 rainy day stash and playstation mm-hmm. have helped with that you know with their psn downloads yep. and all that and you know got a reasonably healthy little backlog probably not as healthy as one would like because i'd like to see a few more scalps on the pile mm-hmm. um but the um i i had a little count up the other day i was like crikey this ps5 scenario there's me saying i ain't got anything on it and then like where the hell did all this ramble come from mm-hmm. um what other games have you been playing or is that it 
No, I beat that, and then I'm still playing Alienation because I'm ready. I'm I have everything. Oh, you're ready to drop, aren't you? I'm just ready to do the hardcore mode. Yeah, but my stuff also has a couple things to do, which it's just grinding. He'll get it eventually, okay. and my boy Marlon has to do one more thing, and then we can move on to stop, stop, wait, hardcore. stop, wait. Mm-hmm. He's had too many mentions. I'm going to make him a Baron. Okay. Okay. Rise, Baron Marlon. Baron, I like that. Sounds good, Baron Marlon. It's the lowest aristocratic title, but I think that he's just on the fringes, isn't he? He's a man that helps, you know, Lord Bobby there do his day to day. So it'd be nice for him to be the same level as you. Yeah. Out, you know, doing your sniper three and all. So, kind of ready for that to be done. Um,. And then I playing Wreckfest, which ah, I really PSN don't like. Game. Yeah, I really don't like racing games, but I love Destruction Derby, and I really miss Twisted Metal. And this is amazing. I downloaded the. Is it a Mag- suitable enough eulogy? The only reason I ask is because mm-hmm. Destruction Derby was a very very simple game. Mm-hmm. It was in a time before trophies, and it was a time before mm-hmm. you know people could go online and check what you've done with the game, and basically. I think a lot of people. I like circuit racing in games, mm-hmm. especially. I always have. I don't know why. I kind of, I kind of dig it. You know, ovals or whatever. As long as it's a circuit that you do laps of, I'm, I'm kind of into mm-hmm. it. First time I played Destruction Derby, immediately went into the bowl. Destruction Derby is famous for being the first game I brought home for a Sony PlayStation system at launch. Oh wow! Yeah, sometime around launch, uh, and I was like blown away by it. It looked amazing. But after that sort of like, yay of the bowl, everyone smash and smoke and reload for quite a long time, actually. Mm-hmm. The circuit racing was the stuff that made me come back. And I, if, if memory serves, I was only a young lad. I maxed out. I finished it. Um, and and bar like the odd when your mates come round or your dad walks in like, what's this all about? Well, let me show you the graphics on this. Well, yeah, it's pretty good. Destruction Derby was that. Wreckfest. Is it more grown up? I think it's where I'm saying. Is it more simmy, or is it, you know, no, maybe it's old school destruction derby in really? uh, PS5 graphics? Wow, it's bro. There's nothing. It's not, you drive around the circle or whatever the track looks like. Mm-hmm. You try to get first place. Mm-hmm. There's little bonus objectives you have. You don't, you don't have to do, but you get a little bit more money if you do. So it's like you know, doesn't matter if you get first place, third place, eighth place. If your bonus objective is to destroy five cars yeah. during that rate, then you try to destroy five cars because they're trying to destroy you. So you get fishtail people out of the way. The car has actual damage. So if you ram somebody's right fender, it might be crushed, gone. You'll see their wheel wiggle, and they'll, they won't have the traction. I think it's great. Online, I played online with Ginger's game room, actually. We did the online trophies together. My son. Yep. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it could be just... just you know, how, how, is, how is my adopted son of the show? He's doing great. He's doing fine. Good. Um, he asked if I understand his accent. I'm like, 100% perfect. <laughs> this I'm an Englishman I don't understand. You know? I, bet he, I bet he sounds a little bit more like Sean Bean than me, doesn't he? In your yeah, ears. a little bit. I like it. It was uh, soothing to my ear. Okay. Um, but online... So... the. Basically, the regular game, you go around trying to win circuits. 
that's it. And then well, it gets harder and harder as obviously as you go on. You can even adjust the difficulty, but easy is too easy. So medium I think is perfect because they're hitting you, you're hitting them, but you kind of have a chance. When you play hard or realistic, and your right wheel goes, you're just you're done. Online, these people don't care, bro. All they want to do is destroy your car, and you know you have professionals when they they only drive in reverse. Wow. Because they are just straight up demolishing you with their trunk. Oh, they're trying and to not protect their, their uh... and not their engine. Yeah. See, I go in with the yeah head, but then I'm like, oh man, half my car is dead because I shouldn't have done that. And online people don't care. It's it's okay. online is actually really fun. Let me just remind you, what's the game called again? Wreckfest. A festival of wreckage. Mm-hmm. It's well, amazing. I think they probably read the back of the box and went online with the anticipation of a game called Wreckfest. You've got on. <laughs> I don't know what you've gone online with. Formula One, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's an interesting sign from you. When you said that you've been playing that, I was actually slightly intrigued because you are right. You're not a man that normally waxes lyrical about a driving game, but it brings me great pleasure to know that you found some sort of enjoyment in Wreckfest. Maybe it's the nostalgia or what. I don't know. I, I think the gameplay is just simple. Like you just you, you want to you have an hour to kill. You really can't get into a story-driven game. A couple of races here, or there, you can leave it out. You know what I mean? It doesn't really matter. Yeah, fair play. So it's not, it's not so bad, actually. It's pretty good. So that's it for me. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> um, again, I've not been uh, in my usual locations. So PS5, frustratingly, has been off the menu. But in response to what we spoke about last week, um, there is something I've been able to do. Um, digitally, I've got hold of... I had Jack... No. Yeah, I had the... Jack and Daxter um, series on Vita anyway, from memory. But I have acquired... No, I didn't add Ratchet and Clank, I think. And I have acquired the Sly and the Jack and Daxter one. So I've got on there all three of the platform trilogies that the PS2 is known for. And I just started with Ratchet and Clank, and I'm just sort of munching through that and uh, thoroughly enjoying it. You know, they're just the classic collect-em-ups. You need X before you can move to Y, or you can buy this or that or the other. I like that better. I'm going to use that. Collect-em-ups. Collect-em-up, yeah. Well, any open... See, just collect them up sounds so much better. Yeah, thing That's is, part of my new vocabulary. Now. I'm going to be, I'm going to be controversial here and put Assassin's Creed as a collectible. It's not it an is. open world game at all. Anyone who tells me it is, I want to slap down. There's, you know, behind the scenes of that, and I'm guilty. I've dabbled well, in them it's all. A, it's open world collect them up. It's basically what it is. If you don't do none of the collecting, the the game is much shorter than you would imagine. Oh, God, yeah. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At the Gaming Blender, we take randomised genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that all has to be an action-adventure. Yes. Ooh, dear. Yes. And sometimes... It doesn't quite work. And you have, you have a 
construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off. The <laughs> way the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out the Gaming Blender on all your favorite podcast platforms now. Well, a lot of the when I was in my phase of put doing them back to back. The ones that I didn't do any of the deep dive on and just mainline the story, I probably popped out within a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, other than that, that's I think that might have been all I've been playing. I've been perusing loads of stuff. I've been putting loads of things in like wish lists online and 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 you know me and weird stuff like that. Uh, I've been researching lots, um, thinking as well about putting up some topics for what we want the show to be about so four topics maybe we supply two and Bobalobra organizes or similar don't feel like Bobalobra has to do all the work obviously he's one of the uh, people in the in the discord that helps us maintain it all and he probably does the 99.9% of the heavy lifting setting things up because we don't know how to <laughs> he's guiding the bullet he is guiding the bullet but I'm wondering if we let we suggest two topics for the upcoming episode, mm-hmm. uh, and it might not be that we can get it done for next week because it might take a while to sort of bash this out, and then they vote on some that they've submitted, and then four go through. So if you want a history of X, or if you want a Y, or you want a B, or you want a show about that, you let us know, vote for it, and we'll record a show about whatever you is you want. Oh, sounds dope this is one of the things that maybe could start happening the show's big enough now it's mature enough it's got uh, an engaged enough and an intelligent and articulate enough audience where we can say what you want to hear about uh, and we can sculpt the show about that and if you want to be involved in sculpting the show in the direction you want it to go certainly on topics get involved in the discord because that's mm-hmm. that's the only normally we'll let you comment on instagram we'll let you comment on twitter we don't have the comments on discord at the moment for show topics because uh, it would be very complicated to organize mm-hmm. but the discord is the place where you yeah. can join and you can help sculpt the direction of the show so if you like the show if you're waiting for a sequel to this great episode that you remember but it's never come uh if you whatever you want you maybe knock it out knock it out so i think me and bobby will supply one each and then you guys can and vote over something that you want to be about then we'll boil it down to four or th- two or whatever and that's where we we maybe take the lead from so no promises but i think that might be a nice way to embrace season three let the sh- let the show and the fans decide mm-hmm. do you think that probably should have come in the news i've done it early you know me always turning up early never disappointing always disappointing yes anyway the fact that i'm always disappointing shouldn't be news but i'll tell you one thing i'll tell you where we've scoured bobby on our hands and knees the very darkest region of the internet to bring you the latest stories first up if i may if i may i would like to the headline Do do it Time waits for no man. Yuji Naka has an incredible legacy in gaming history, including his founding role and work on the original Sonic the Hedgehog games and a number of other Sega classics such as Knights, Into Dreams, and Fantasy Star Online. His own studio, an independent studio called Probe, also produced some notable and fun titles in Nintendo's past generations, including the intriguingly uh, Street Pass games. 
More recently, however, he's been at the forefront of an director of a much exciting game, Balan Wonderland at Square Enix. Sadly, the poor critical reception to the game has prompted plenty of debate. The high profile of the release was met by an extremely rough launch, though there were certainly vocal supporters of the game as well. Regardless of the various perspectives around Balan Wonderland, it won't have deemed won't have been deemed a successful project. It seems based on Nakasan's online profiles that he then departed Square Enix at the end of April. The news of which has recently been doing the rounds on social media. Following the widespread news that he left Square Enix, Yuji Naka posted a tweet with a short update. And we've included the translation, which was done by our friends at Gamatsu, which, which as always with Japanese, is, is quite sleepingly broad, but he says basically, I resigned from Square Enix at the end of April. While I cannot share the reason right now, I hope to be able to discuss when the time comes. As for what I'll do in the future, I'm already 55 years old, so I may as well retire. Now, I may as well. Now, for me, Bobby, I just want to put a little bit... There's there's the facts. We've put them out there. That's the news in, in a way. There's the facts reported, but I want to give my... I want to put an opinion piece in here. Do it. We talked about this loosely off air, but let me <clears> say to you now, in 100 years' time, people are going to look back at the early 90s and say, what mattered? And they're going to boil it down to pretty much, and this is no offence, but if, let's say, you're teaching history in school, you've got, you got, you got to boil it down. So you're going to boil it down to Sega versus Nintendo. Like, yes, I know there's PC games. Yes, I know there are other consoles. But you're going to boil it down to what's really been historically described as the most mm-hmm. accurate thing to talk about, which really illustrates everything in a microcosm. Sega versus Nintendo. Sonic versus Mario. You've got the creator of Sonic. Now, let's talk about the creator of Mario for a moment. You, he, he's everywhere. He's known in the industry. He's lauded as a legend. You probably even know him if you're not... You've probably heard his name if you're not even into games. Sonic the Hedgehog, a rival from the 90s, almost as big. Yes, his name's been walked through the mud because of what's gone on with Sega and other things. But Yuji Naka saying he may as well retire because he's done a game that's out of his glittering career one game's probably not hit what Square Enix expected and I pour more shade on them because it seems to me as a, as a house a software house, producer, developer of games, their track record isn't amazing, like yeah no. I know they've got some high points but the last game of theirs I remember playing was Marvel Avengers and like yeah it was great to begin with but then it hit hard deep down underground and it was buried um, but I was a proponent of that game I encourage you to buy it and the time that we had with the story was enjoyable that's all I wanted to do mm-hmm. as soon as my pain threshold got to like yeah I'm feeling pain sack that game off and I don't want anything more to do with it like, why would you do that to yourself but I want a platform yeah. yeah so what I want six heads but some things just ain't ever going to happen mm-hmm. park it so Yuji Naka he also did Knights which again you see for me I wonder if in his own internal narrative, he's done Sonic, his first thing he ever did, he touched, was absolute gold. Then, through no fault of his own, they decided to leave Sonic on the sidelines and develop a new series called Knights. I quite like Knights, and I know we say this quite often, but what I would say about that game is, it's one hell of an acquired taste. It needs a special pad to get the most out of it, you can't just use your standard pad, yada 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 yada. Very different game to what you're expecting if you wanted Sonic. Not a bad game. Fantasy Star Online, amazing piece of technology. I was playing online with people from all over the world in 1999, 2000. That, to me, is the future in the palm of your hand. 
Yuji Naka's got lots to be proud of. Has he had a bad turn? Have they been disrespectful to a genius? I think so. I mean, every great person fails, and probably numerous times. Well, and then they keep coming, because that's the point. You can't improve unless you if, fail. Exactly. You don't know what you've done wrong. Listen, even when Gretzky failed, and he's a legend, but if he didn't fail, how would he get better? I just... I agree with everything you're saying. I'll Same thing with Mario, though. Has Mario's every Mario game been really, really good? No. Come on. But for some reason, Mario gets away on skate every time, and every Sonic time. gets dragged through the street and kicked if he dares to produce a game that's anything less than a 7 out of 10. Mm-hmm. How dare he? Yeah. Um, and it seems to me like Sonic fans want the same Sonic game. Yeah, well. So then just play the old ones. Yeah, but when they get that game, to... they say, oh, this is just the same as the first game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They have to strange. change it up. Do you know what I'm going to do? Uh, do you know what I'm going to try and do? The last time I was in a video game shop, which was a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. I saw Balan Wonderland was already, from what I thought I saw, sub $20. I might pick it up. I would. This might be one of those games that might be the most rarest game in your collection. Or it'll skyrocket in price. One thing I would say about Balan Wonderland is it seems to have been developed in isolation from every video game refinement that's happened since he last made a game. And I think if you're an experienced gamer and you've played games from an era that this is really based upon an era of gaming, the collectum up or whatever, the platform, the 3D platformer. I think if you played it and you've had experience retro games or you've been playing games for a long time, I think you might come away from that feeling very happy. I think for the majority of people now, it's probably too much. Um, but that's that. Bobby? Should we call time on Mr. Eugenaka? Should we let him move on? He doesn't have to. No, what I mean is, should we let him sit down? Because he's been stood up this whole time. Now we've been yeah, he can sit down. Yeah. Let him sit down. Yeah. He can what? lay down if he wants with a pillow. Lay down with a pillow. Yeah. There's a blankie on the edge of the couch. Knock yourself out. Put that bad boy on. So we're in El Buccio's uh, submarine this week, mm-hmm. just so you know. Uh, obviously, he's got one. I don't know what he uses it for. I think he was obviously... He must have been moving a lot of coronavirus medicine around. It's all I can uh, imagine yeah. he was doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he wanted... I don't know why it needs to be done underwater, like why no one can see. I guess he didn't want to panic people that this town needed medical treatment. So he would emerge at night time, offload his medical treatment. Certainly on the times I've helped him... Oh, crikey, what did my lawyer say? Never helped El Buccio with the submarine. Yeah. I never helped El Buccio with the, in the times I never helped him with the submarine. I never saw anyone get their medicine and not look unhappy. They always yeah. look very happy. I just or, on the or, or we might you know they you know from our perspective they looked happy. Yeah, so I we're don't really have know to if do, they were happy. We're gonna have to do a couple of weeks under the sea. It's fine. It's fine. It's okay. And then we'll emerge. We'll have a new place. 
season mm-hmm. three will be upon us. Unless the fans love the submarine era, in which case we will, we will be in it forever. Kind of cramped out. I know. Now, one hopes that's a pulse in dual sense five in your pocket, because otherwise I'm not ready sugar. for I'm not ready for the show to develop in this way. Yeah. Tell me, whisper in my ear this next bit of news. Size isn't everything. This is harassment. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. If El Bucho want in jail, That's I'll be harassment. putting a thing. Like, why are you saying that? Why are you getting yeah. this close? And if you whisper that, that somewhere and your job and HR heard that, you could be in trouble. Every listener's heard this now. Yeah, that's okay. You're for the hard jump, something. It sounded good. <laughs> Tell me, elaborate on this. What are you actually referring to? So the upcoming Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart will weigh in at a very modest 33 GB. The news broke out as excited fans uh, got busy pre-installing Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, which launches next week on June 11th. While a lot of contemporary games infamously take up a lot of space on our collective hard drives, Rift Apart early adopters commented on the game's surprisingly small size of just 33.618 GB. Sizes are getting smaller on the native PS5 due to the compression techniques and SSD. This game arrives June 11th. Yeah, for memory. I'm pumped. Are you excited for that one, Bobby? I really am. I I, I, I played the some... original three. Yeah. I played f- all for one. And then they have a, a bunch of other games I didn't play, which I wish I might still do. Mm. Uh, I'm definitely at this game for sure. I've it's just old, yeah. classic old school. I want to see more about. I want to just. I want the PS5's fans to kick in. You know, I want to hear it like. Mm-hmm. This is a game. What the hell? I haven't on? really heard the fans at all. No, still not to this day. No. Like I, I opened it to clean it, but it's really clean. Because surprisingly. The loudest I've heard it be, and I think it was the disc. If I could put a DVD in it, you know, disc could be a bit warped sometimes. Mm-hmm. It was obviously that was the loudest I've heard it, and it was like a <laughs> wasn't its fault. Was the crappy media I was sticking in it? Mm-hmm. Why get these new consoles and use them as DVD players? I don't know what <laughs> I'm thinking. <laughs> DVD players two pound at the at the flea market. Um, that's good news. Because, to be honest with you, when we entered into this era, everyone was sort of worried about how upgrading these these new consoles could be. Now you've either got Microsoft's solution, which is their sort of off-the-peg, you-have-to-have-it-this-way sort of solution, and you've got Sony's yet-to-be-realized solution of, well, you can, go the, you can go PC World, and you can buy this, and you can stick it in. But don't get any of them. You've got to wait for us to test them all, and then we'll let you know. We're not, that's mm. not open to you yet, so don't even worry about that. Whereas if you're in Team Xbox, if you want a little bit of extra um, diddly and you widdly, you can go and buy it. It's not cheap diddly, but if you want diddly and you widdly, it's you can buy diddly and you widdly. I think PlayStation's probably going to be expensive diddly as well. Um, oh, for sure. But there are options. We don't know, do we, what's going to go on there. Uh, I think, again, needs to just clear that up. We know it's coming. I can't imagine at the moment anyone's that desperate for space. But there could be, you know. There could be. Question. Mm. Do you have an opinion or take on the news we missed, dear listener? Have we totally got the wrong end of the stick of Ratchet and Clank? And actually, 33 gigabytes is, is more than impressive. Or maybe... 
even possibly, if we took the time to play Balan Wonderland, we'd also be asking for Yuji uh, uh, Naka's head on a plate. Doubtful, but you never know. If they want to get in contact with us and or join the Discord so they can challenge and change the very direction of this show, how would they do that, Bobby? They could reach us on Instagram or Twitter at Unofficial Controller Podcast. They can email us at questions at unofficialcontrollerpodcast.com. And in the Twitter or Instagram links, there's a link which they can click to join the Discord, which is where it's at. And hot routes off to all of our content, whatever it may be. So, welcome to the family. Now, last week, I think I threatened, I want to see new names. I want to see new faces in the feature. Do you know what? You ask, and you shall be rewarded. Because, like a loyal band, they've they've rallied round us, Bobby. It's been the Mm -hmm. most rewarding experience to know that they listen everyone listens but you know to our actual core there's lots of new listeners this week lots of old returning faces so it's great news but the thing is we were so bold as to go on instagram and post the question Mm. is cheating in video games ever okay stroke what do you class as cheating because one man's cheat is another man's this is what I need to do just to get by, friend. So back off, all right? Yeah, I'll finish games, but i do it my way, in God mode. All right, pal, fine. I'll leave you to it. Thing is, I'm sure we've all been there personally, and I'll get to this in the show. I barely have. I've never been a fan of them. I don't know why. I'll, I'll stand on the sidelines looking in. But I've barely ever dabbled bar a big head mode here or there. Interesting. I know. Thing is, back in the day, cheats were an integral part of video gaming. You couldn't even buy a magazine without a third of it being dedicated to up, down, left, right, triangles, and right twos all over mm-hmm. the place, developing big head mode, infinite weapons, and all sorts of rammel. You know, these were exciting times. People made money preying off their knowledge of cheats. Mm-hmm. That's true. It's true. The dude would walk around with an A to Z tips book in his back pocket, writing off combos for all sorts of games and you get one of these A to Z books and think to yourself my game's not going to be in here but guess what more often than not it was now that involved us probably doing something in the test screen up down play this tune play that tune play this tune play that tune bing you're in the mode you can do this that and the other don't forget some of the most famous codes in gaming have created legends all of their own yeah but the thing is they were innocent times they were dlc that was the developers saying to you do you want to play this in a funny way yeah it's fine it's okay don't worry about it. it's locked on your system you're all good as video games developed they went online then your competitive competitiveness between two friends which may have involved pulling a cord out may have involved mm-hmm. resetting the console may have involved just punching your friend or colleague clean on in the face as hard as you can i wouldn't recommend that because it might hurt someone but back in the rough and tough 80s a punch to the face a headlock and a noogie were probably just as much a cheat as the Konami code yeah when things get online though all of a sudden 
those strangers you play with just for a bit of fun to fill your afternoon become professional scouts that have to be taken. Now, you got to get serious or you're going to get dusted, pal. So you're going to have to get an aimbot. You're going to have to make sure your lag is less than theirs so you can be a champion at this game. Hey, do you know what? You've got into retro gaming. You don't play on those old consoles because you don't believe in it. But you've yeah. got some ROMs. You're playing them on your Mac. You're feeling like an absolute hero. Well, not so much of a hero because you just saved the game. And the original game never let you do that. You're no longer a gamer. Are you a cheating gamer? Well, this is what we're here to decide. Now, obviously, there's all sorts of fraud about cheating in games. People kicked out of clans. People even kicked out of gaming altogether. Derided, mocked, have to change their gamer tag, or whatever else, or worse crime. Possibly even serve time. Now, esports is a big business these days. Cheating's frowned upon, Bobby. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Even looking in a guide could be classed as cheating. Well... As always, we ask these questions of our great and gracious listeners, and we were overwhelmed by a response. It's very strong and passionate about the subject. Bobby, let me confess to you, mm. as far as cheating's concerned, I've had a... I'm going to lay it out on the table, okay? okay. I'm going to lay it all out. Every crime I've ever committed as far as cheating... Back in the day, I would flick through the books and I would see these codes and I would feel naughty putting them in. Like, I think I put a level select on Super Star Wars from memory. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really remember what my next cheat was. I think I'd always flick through the tip section, but they never referred to a section I was in in a game, you know, where it'd be like, oh, I'm stuck on this bit, and the, the journalist would be like, oh, I'll just do this, this, and this, and you need that, and do that, and you're through. Never seemed to be on my bit. Uh, when I got the N64, more guides start appearing, walkthroughs and things, and I know a couple of them got me unstuck on sections of Zelda I'd got particularly stuck. I couldn't wait. I, was like, I don't know what to do. I've been stuck on this for like three weeks, and I'm really sick of it, and I want to keep playing it, but I can't do any more. Boom, magazine came out. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, just do this, this, and this, and I'm done. Wasn't obvious to me back in the day. Uh, and I've done similar on games, even to this day. Like, you get stuck. My time's limited. So instead of getting, I'll have a go. If the grey matter doesn't produce me the answer uh, within the first 20 minutes, maybe, of like messing around with the mm-hmm. physics, I'll like, uh, this is grinding on too long. And I don't see an obvious way. Walk through skip straight to the bit I want, only read the bit I want, and then come out, get that bit done and move on. I don't want to see a game go on the bottom of a scrap pile because I just couldn't, I was too dumb-dumb to work it out. Yeah. Where And what gives me grace is, maybe I just couldn't get my head around that developer's mindset at that particular time, but what makes me happy is when we carry on from that and I never need to look at the guide again. It's like, no, it wasn't me, it was just that particular situation probably wasn't very clearly executed or it wasn't described very well or sometimes in games you see something that you think you're meant to be doing but that's not the thing that unlocks the thing that you need to be doing right now so it's a great big seesaw in the middle distance maybe it's that no Mm -hmm. it's probably the red light flashing behind you but seesaw in the middle distance begs and did the camera linger on the seesaw as it went from cutscene to normal Mm. I'm not sure I'm going to spend ages on the seesaw because you know what shiny stuff um you know, games, it's never that clear and you're kind of lost on your own, aren't you? So it's, um, but, and then, I guess, I don't think I ever put a code into GTA, ever, believe it or not. 
just never did. Didn't think it was right. Wanted to do it all properly. Um, yeah. I think I've probably pulled a wire out at gaming. I've been super frustrated that I've been getting my ass whooped, I have to tell mm-hmm. you. But, you know, um, some of the best moments I've had have just been straight, pure gaming. I remember uh, a guy listened to this show, actually, Carl. Uh, me and him had an absolute great uni rally session and we, there was literally 0.001 separating us uh, and I could have pulled his cord out quite easy several times but I didn't want to I wanted to win but not like that uh-huh. so before we run through our listeners you're a big platinum king your reputation's on the line here friend have you ever cheated? of course Everyone cheated. That was my jaw hitting the floor. Everyone There's no way cheated. Platinum Kings cheated. Yeah, back in the day, sure. Okay. Especially when you're a younger kid and you can't get past a certain area. Or you sounds a like game, me now. <laughs> or you bought a game Genie because you wanted, like, Battletoads. Yeah. Do you need real skill to play Battletoads? Some kids love that game. Some kids never got past the second level. True. So I need the game Genie to see what the hell their level looks like. Or you're playing Metal Gear on Nintendo. How are you supposed to know the north, northwest, whatever, south, you know, direction to get to the secret bunker? How would you know that? It's not even in the game. Don't get me started on Metal Gear 1. Okay. What about... What about Zelda? What about in Metal Gear 1 with the floor? Yes. the end... That yeah. is absurd. How are you supposed to know? So you're going to die. Never know. No, you're right. You're going to keep dying. Know. You're going to keep putting the password in. And you're going to keep dying. And then it's memory. And you know what? I don't have time for this. So, you know, cheat code. I can float. See ya. You know? What about <laughs> Zelda? Imagine someone playing Zelda on Nintendo for the first time. There's no real map. There's no direction you have to go to. You can wander around for hours trying to find that one bush you got to push to find a staircase. Good luck. Yeah, I don't. I find that, that there's no reason for that, is there? No, That's it's my just frustration with that old school game design. Because by definition, cheat. Okay, a, a dishonest act or unfair advantage in order to gain okay an advantage especially Mm. in a game or examination Mm. so it's looking at a guy cheating I mean if you couldn't figure it out and someone else had to tell you is that really a cheat wait just read that they give you an assist read out that again act okay cheat act dishonestly or unfairly in order to gain an advantage especially in a game or examination okay so technically I've got the lawyers on the phone even if it's a dishonest act yeah but what if you admit openly immediately you use the guide Ah, 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 ah. it's a dishonest Mm-hmm. Act. Okay, so you have a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. You tell her in the open, I did something dishonest. You cheated. Whether Ooh, you said it it's not- or whether you hid it, you cheated. 
right? Using a Konami code is cheating. Even though the game developers put it in there for you, it's still cheating. Because I'm trying to help without without the Konami without the Konami code, could people be could people be, you know, could they be Contra, or maybe they use the Konami code to practice the levels to get better, and then they did it legit because I can be Contra without code, right? Certain games like Battletoads. Listen, I could beat Battletoads, but it will take me forever to relearn. And memorize, and I don't really have time, nor do I care to be Battletoads. Question: Have you seen on Instagram the account Battletoad Overload? No. A guy on a quest to beat Battletoads on the NES mm-hmm. on as many different CRTs as he can, and he finds them. He he like he's got a YouTube as well as the Insta, and if mm-hmm. he sees a CRT for collection on the side of the road, he picks it up, he takes it back to his house, he plugs in his NES, and he beats. Battletoad on it. See how much he loves Battletoad. He beats Battletoad on it and then puts the TV out his house, free for collection to someone else to have. That's wild. The guy is absolute. Oh, you got to yes. check his Instagram. I'll check it out. That's insane. Uh, what else is cheating? Me and my stepfather playing NHL '94. I'm winning. Let last period. He would pull my controller or just lay on top of me. Uh, I can't pick him up. He's too heavy. Or he would just grab my hand and literally hold my hand while he's holding the controller because I couldn't move my hand from his hand uh, while he's trying to score a goal. It's cheating, but it's fun. See, that, that thing is kind of fun. But if you're going to say, oh, I beat this game. Okay, did you beat the game legit? Did you use a code? Because let's say, you know, and like punch out. You can't really cheat in punch out unless you just don't play the game and get the last password from Mike Tyson. But you get passwords as you beat, and you can put you progress. That's okay. It's not really cheating. Just not, I don't think there's a cheat in Mike Tyson unless there's a game genie code. But if you didn't beat Mike Tyson legitimately, this is going to be a game genie code. You cheated. But sometimes you beat the game a million times, and you don't want to play it all through again. So you put a cheat code in just to have fun with it again. Who, who cares? I, it's your game. Well, I. I think if you beat it, I think if you beat it legitimately, yeah, do all bets are off. Who yeah, cares? all bets are off. Or, like I said, you're really stuck. Listen, I I just don't care. I want to get past this level. I want to see what the game ending is. Let me just beat it. I don't care. Boom, you cheated. No one would care. No one would care. But if you're going to legitimately say I beat something, then you should beat it legit. Like look at Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, fun game. It's it's amazing game. Grand Theft Auto Three, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, great. How more? How much fun did you have when you were just adding cheats? It was amazing. I I missed out. I never did that, so I don't know what. Oh man, when you drop a tank from the sky just to do wreck havoc, or you can't pass a level because you get murdered, and you put on infinite uh, rocket launchers, and you just. I mean, how fun is that, bro? Right? Like, oh, sniping. I just love the way you said launchers, rocket yeah. launchers, baby. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Launch them over there. And, launch them. You've got to say see, launch them. See ya. Like, get it out of here. <laughs> right? My man. So it's fun. I think it's, I think it's great. But if you didn't beat, if you beat 
those gains with the code that you cheated doesn't doesn't count. What I and what I don't want it, but you, listen, it's it's your game. Do what you want to do. Doesn't matter. But if you're gonna claim legit beat, then don't cheat. If That's you wanna have fun, t-shirt. have fun. What I do not understand is people who play online games and use cheat codes. You're trying to play to be the best. There's always somebody better than you. The only way you're going to get better Every is if time. you keep losing. Yeah. Because when you lose, you get better. Yeah. Right? And sometimes the game is just not for you. Put the game down. But you can't be the best Call of Duty. There's a guy, For Honor, who got banned, for example, because he would quit every time he was losing and in this server when you quit it doesn't count as a loss so apparently he never lost a one-on-one battle that's a bunch of crock because you could lose anyone could beat you at any moment period doesn't matter uh but to cheat online to get ahead or to be the best what do you gain from that you don't you just this you're just dumb. Fake bragging rights is what you get. That doesn't doesn't make any sense. No. You know, like for Castlevania, for example. You can't really cheat in that game. I don't know if there's any codes. But like you could use that jump back uh, when you get hit to help you. Like Over certain luck. Le- yeah, certain levels you can jump up, let the Medusa head hit you. You would actually get knocked up to a certain staircase and Ooh. skip the whole Plat, you know the whole area. Which one is that? Oh, uh, the first game, second level. Uh, you have to go all the way to the right to climb up the staircase. To go all the way to the left. You could just in the beginning of the area just climb up to the highest point, the staircase you can't reach. Time the Medusa jump, so she'll hit you, and then you'll bounce up the staircase. Is that cheating though? No, because that... this is just, you're using the game uh, mechanics to give you and it is it cheating no you're using the game what the game is doing to you you're doing back to the game so you want to knock me back i when i can use this knockback to get up here is it cheating? you beat the game whatever that's not a cheat or it could be i don't know let's pause this let's pick this up in a second let's get as i said they've they've answered in in their droves as we've been a busy week so if you're not on don't panic We've read your. We've definitely read your comment. If you're not on air, we apologise. You will be next week. Um, we asked you guys to get in touch with your thoughts on the topic, and you did. We've interwoven those into this very feature. First out, who've we got, sir? Who's first in in the mailbag? Captain underscore cold twenty five. He writes. I think it's okay once you completed the game, or having it in a in a separate uh, file. Personally, I don't like cheat codes as they always as they always like a good challenge. Hmm. Well, thanks Just, for messaging in, um, Captain. Fair Cole. enough. Um, I think he's probably the same mindset I am. He's mm-hmm. long time listener of the show. Doesn't post often, but obviously when he gets his ire stoked, he, he messages in. So he also listened to the message. We want the new we want new voices, which is great. Uh, so thank you for that. This this young lady is a new new. Listener, uh, she says, I, I remember buying the latest Who games, Mac, uh, movies with G. Apologies, mm-hmm. uh, go follow them on Instagram. Welcome to, to the family. In fact, movies with a G, you would fit right in on our Discord. Very polite, there's no swears, just like the show. 
or very above decent people. Uh, anyway, I get distracted. I remember buying the latest games mags to get cheats for the games I was playing back in the day. Done a monkey covering her eyes emoji. My favorite mm-hmm. cheats are the ones on Diddy Kong Racing. They aren't. They didn't advance my progress, but they were a lot of fun, especially the one which changed the sound of your horn. Now I prefer just playing the game. I don't mind using YouTube for hand-on trickier games, though. But is that cheating? That's not really a cheat. No, because big head mode, it's just a visual flair. But what about about watching someone do something on YouTube and then picking up the controller and doing it yourself? Well, what's different if you go to your friend's house and watch him do something? I don't know. I'm just putting it out there. I don't think it's... I mean considering yeah did you do it yourself i mean i guess if you look at somebody else's test exam right yeah but it's almost like looking at uh is it the same if if you're playing a game and you can't quite get the jump right and i don't know what i'm doing wrong and then you watch on youtube or you see a friend do it and you're like oh god yeah why why was i not jumping on that box it was obvious now i've seen that it's there and that and that lets me on that and then lets me on that and then lets me on the next section perfect was by definition of the word cheat would you consider that an unfair advantage yes I'm gonna any question you pose to me from now on based around that and I'm glad you brought this to the table I will okay so let's judge our listeners Okay, so we'll, we'll rewind to Captain Gold. Now, what he says, he thinks once you've completed the game or having it in a separate file, he thinks it's okay. Fine. Yeah, he's not a cheater. Mm-mm. New listener movies with G, and I'm awfully sorry to suggest that you might be, but let's just let's just disassemble your comment. Um, no advance of the progress, horn change, Mm-mm. nothing else. Mm-mm. Free as a bird. Okay. Next. This will decide whether he gets to keep his title. The Lord of the Lord Thomas of Retro Retro Gamer. Gamer. Now, he's he's a he now. (laughs) I'm nervous now because he may be stripped of his inherited title and his lands. Let's see. Cheat codes are very useful for me now. Oh no! Especially playing my retro stuff, as my old man reactions are so bad. That's I technically need, an unfair advantage. I need cheats to compete. <clears throat> and I did use them a little back in the day. But I never felt like I had properly completed the game ooh, as the devs wanted you to. So I always tried to play normally first. But I like what Rockstar did with Vice City there were plenty of cheat codes but you couldn't get 100% completion if you use them clever idea they're available but you'll lose out if you do so I suppose nowadays it's more glitches and shortcuts people use to cheat although the action replays back in the day were also good fun seeing all what you could do in the game especially on a second playthrough he's so here's he's a man hanging in the balance no no right no now. here's a man who cheated? I cheated. Who gives a shit? Oh, sorry. Cheated. Put that out. Put some like the Nintendo Switch. Click. We've run out of Put that console startup sounds. But we didn't use that one. Uh, <laughs> so he cheated. Okay, so did I. But he always tried to play the game first. Listen, 
He gave it his best effort. I also, he's thing is, an older guy. You're his attorney in law, and that's fine. Okay? And you've made your point. But let me refer you to the statement that Retro... Lord Thomas of Retro Gamer delivered into the courthouse mm-hmm. today. And I read you his opening statement. As mm-hmm. a peer of the realm, his words carry weight. He cheated. Okay? No. No. Let me say to you, mm-hmm. Bobby, QC, for the guilty. Okay? Mm-hmm. You're referring to his cheating actions as being past tense. Yeah. Now, you would imagine a lord would carry some weight. He would understand the ramifications of his words. He's always speaking mm-hmm. aloud. He's always writing text. He's always involved in legal jargon for the estate, collection mm-hmm. of his of his grantor's collection. Let me put it to you. A man that starts his statement off with cheat codes are very useful for me now mm-hmm. is not a man that regrets cheating. There's mm-hmm. a man who's still cheating today mm-hmm. and he's enjoying it. Yeah. So I'm... I like him a lot. Mm-hmm. Me too. I love him. He's our lord. But I'm afraid... <sighs> Actions will have to be taken. That's, I don't want to... We have to show him the respect because of his title. We can't strip him in front of everybody. But Yeah. <sighs> We'll have a meeting with him. Serious meeting. See, for I me, didn't, I didn't read his emojis. Then, well, yeah, um, I well, I didn't. And that's my that's my bad. Um, <laughs> all the platinums I got didn't cheat. Legit work, because if you cheat, you can't even get a trophy. No. And then what's the point? Because it's just, it's a fake visual trophy that really nobody cares about but me <laughs> so I want to make sure that I have them legit or else okay. well nothing <laughs> stay with us we'll be right back you love listening to podcasts but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast maybe you want to build a brand grow your business or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby whatever your reason for making a podcast Buzzsprout is the place to start Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. You know this worthless thing, George? Yeah. If I cheat, it's worthless and worthless. It's it's worthless and worthless. (laughs) Like, I would not go online and go to Asia and Europe to do the same thing, double, triple. Well, let me, let me, let's move things along. Sawthumb Collector's got in touch. Uh, I've seen his name before, so they're not going to get mm-hmm. their clap. Um, but thank you for messaging in, because you're not an every week uh, commenter. They say, however you want to enjoy a game should be fine. Okay, just bearing in mind, we've got the legal pros. Mm-hmm. If you're having fun, then go ahead. But it doesn't count as beating if you cheated. I use walkthroughs and videos sometimes to beat my NES games. Some people think that's cheating. To each their own, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's now for us to make a decision as to whether we think that's cheating. A walkthrough and a video to beat my NES games. Question. 
And this is the acid test. Is it an unfair advantage? Is that an unfair advantage? It is. So, <laughs> oh no, I'm but a cheater seen, as well. But I've that seen makes him me a beat some too. legit games. His Instagram is amazing. Agreed. He writes good reviews about how he beats the games. He plays them old school, not on an emulator, so no safe states for him. He has the original hardware. That's for so, sure. So. The thing that sticks in my mind is I can't move past unfair advantage. Like I'm That's... willing to put myself in jail for this because I know that now. Oh, listen, read out what it we is. already said it. I used them back in the day. I I am a cheater. Period. I think everyone has used a cheat somehow or another. But did you beat Batman? Without save states and without cheating. That's what I want to know. Who, me? On, Nintendo, anyway, on Nintendo, whatever game you said you beat, did you cheat to beat? I don't think I uh, I only played Batman on the Atari ST stroke Amiga. And I did can't you beat remember. it? I, I don't think I beat it. I okay, think I got, I got to the cathedral, but then never got to the top. But then I also remember... I'm sure I also remember the joke of falling as well. So whether I did or I didn't, I wouldn't want 100% say I got there without a level select because I just don't remember. I remember getting... I remember being super frustrated of playing the first level over and over again. Well, if you beat the first level, or the second, or the fifth, and there's no real level select, and you used a level select cheat, I mean, you already did it. Right, so why would you have to do like Mario? If you already played all the levels, but you used the flute to skip, I mean, who cares? You did it already. Also, it's not cheating because the flute's in the game. That is true. But if you write down the punch out, they they give you the code. They give it to you. So if you already had the code, then just skip ahead. But if someone gave you the code and you didn't do it, that's dishonesty. You know, <laughs> I really apologize because I know you were saying something really important there, but I was thinking this. Mm-hmm. If we're in a submarine this episode mm-hmm. and I see a stingray go by mm-hmm. the porthole, mm-hmm. is that stingray or is it a stingray? Oh, stingray mounted a stingray to his car. No, I don't know because obviously I don't know whether the stingray I saw out the porthole was stingray because he. Oh, I see what you're saying. Way. So is yeah. the stingray stingray or is stingray the stingray? No, I saw him legit Aquamaning uh, a stingray with a, with a harness and a book bag. So this is why I apologise profusely because I wasn't yeah. listening and I was I was wondering whether a stingray was a stingray. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for me, he was riding a stingray. Okay, right. Well, why, why don't you give me uh, what's next out of the postbag series? We've got I comic apologize. pictures seventy nine. The artist of the show. If you want something with our logo or one of the characters that this show's invented on something that you can wear or sleep in, hit him up. What's he got to say for himself? He says, uh, "Once upon a time, cheat codes were cool and they did appropriate things, but now they're not really a thing." And to be fair, not really needed. 
unless you're desperate for a big headboat or something. Well, I'm not going. I don't really miss them, to be honest. If I could have used one or two, I, but I could have used one or two in Sekiro. Yeah, big headboat. Eh? That's not really cheating. I've never seen that cheating. To be it's honest, just a, it's just a mod. Yeah. Um, someone else who got in touch, Mr. Graham C. Thank you for getting in contact. Uh, he says, I think once you've played a game and earned a reward in a game, like in Resi, where you can get unlimited ammo, etc., that's fine, in my opinion. Putting a cheat code in or buying overpowered weapons takes a shine out of the game. I used to use codes for like GTA when I was younger, but now I just play the games. Then you see the lockables. I have learned. Mm-hmm. The thing I would say about those last two comments that we've read out, no cheaty cheaty. Mm-mm. Who's next? Uh, Oscar TV. He says it's 2021. Games are now so large and immersive, it's very difficult for players to find time to dedicate to a game before the next one releases. Cheat codes are f- f- up to the player. As long as they're enjoying the game, whether it be for story or whatever, then I think it's fine. When you cheat to play online, like headshots, bots, or create po- or create Pokemans uh, via third party to give yourself an edge, those ruin the fun for all. As long as it's up to the player's experience being affected, let them play and enjoy. Okay, I've been I've been moving the script around as well. By the way, while we're talking, so this is probably why it's slightly out of order for you. But uh, Oscar again, part of the very fabric of the show. We don't hear from him every week, but I'm glad he's got in touch. Is Oscar a cheater? Yep. I don't think he's implicated himself in the first person, though. He said cheat codes are up to the player. As long as they are enjoying the game. Yeah. As long as they, as long as they, the players, as long as they, he's never said I have. That's true. But he's, yeah, I guess that's true. There's a man who's been trained how to speak legally. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Where did we get to? Ginger's Games Room. Mm Mm-hmm. My adopted son. He, he started listening to the show. I adopted him as my own son. It says an agreement. I in agreement with that Graham C. If you've earned them, it's fine. If you're hacking in an online game, you might as well sleep with the heating on because you, mm-hmm. <laughs> because you're going straight to hell. Okay. Um, strong. Just I think it's your game. Do what you want. Don't uh-huh. claim to beat it if you cheated. But I think we're all in agreement. Cheating online is pretty pathetic. The cheating online, because people get it's very into these pathetic. shooters, don't they? They want the ranking and all that, and all of a sudden it becomes a deadly serious thing. Boring as all hell, if you ask mm-hmm. me. But it's different strokes. Um, if you're cheating in that, then you're not actually winning, and therefore you're sat atop a pile of bodies that don't even count. So what mm-hmm. are you on top of at this point? And only yeah. you know in your heart of hearts that you aren't playing the game legit. But if you're not playing the game legit, but then lord it up over people that are playing the game legit, <laughs> what what a weirdo. That's true. Uh, unless, I'm, I mean, I'm not even going to give them an excuse. Um, Johan won third of the trifecta of the undead ones, be it Harvey, be it Nowhere Near Berlin, a.k.a. Greg you find them at Enigmatic Productions. You can find them on every, everywhere, really. You can consume content. So go check it out. They've got a podcast about movies. They've got a section about games, which is more Greg's clientele on the Twitch. They're showing everyone how to play Returnal properly. Probably ought to take some notes because I'm absolutely terrible at the game, but could do with more than 20-minute bursts. Anyway, the Lord of Darkness 
or one. And then Lords of Darkness has gone to it. She says, cheating seems divided into two camps. One being codes that can honestly help. Gamers get through some of the harder parts of the game, which I appreciate for such levels as infinite skips, as infinite ammo and health boosts. These ones, if they are local or for your own game, they were perfect, uh, perfectly since it doesn't alter the game and allows you to enjoy it without harming anyone. The second camp, cheating, for players involved. Seen it in Fortnite, COD, even Fall Guys. And that's supposed to be silly fun. Why would you cheat in a game about bouncing beans trying to get a crown to get a limited skin? Part of that blame is on the terrible microtransactions that may seem just a cosmetic but are solely bragging rights. Those cheaters want to get those first to gloat and nothing more. They are literally the worst. Haha. <laughs> Hmm. Is Johan a cheater? Do we really want to save he is in case they come back? Over here? I appreciate to... such... Oh, God. He is, isn't he? We're moving on. Thanks for the comment, Johan. Uh, <laughs> uh, who else? Who have we got next? The, da- the gaming.gram, I would okay. say. Yeah, He says, I love a good cheat code back in the day. Sadly, though, I feel trophies achievements are partly responsible for killing them off. 99% of games that have a cheat code won't allow you to unlock trophies if they're activated. I think it's absolutely fine to cheat in single-player games. It's when people start cheating online I have a problem with. I paid for the game, so I should be able to play it how I want. It's only valid when you're not ruining the experience of other people who have also paid for the game mm. P.S. George and Bobby what is your favorite cheat of all time I think the one that I don't know if it's a cheat we've talked about this the one that's always stuck in my mind more than anything mm-hmm. and I don't know why this is and every time I see it I think of it is NBA Jam Big head mode, Clinton, not all that sorts. Well, then I don't. Yeah, it's not a cheat. You're unlocking just another character. It's not like you're unlocking unlimited turbo. Right? Big head mode is just a visual, you know, for stimulation. Mm. You're not going to get better dunks with big head mode. So, what's my favorite cheat of all time? For me, I think it just has to be the ones. Back in the day, on Grand Theft Auto, three in Vice City, just dropping tanks down, unlimited. See, I just never did. I never cause ah, ain't, just no. cause wreckage. Oh, you have a five star warning. Cheat code, I have lower it down. In, do you remember the N sixty four wrestling games? I'm talking specifically WCW versus NWO, NWO, and then WCW versus mm-hmm. whatever it was, World Tour. I think World mm-hmm. Tour might have been the first one. I think in the first one, and I feel terrible for this. Mm-hmm. If you're being pinned and you waggle the taunt stick, you get a kick out mm-hmm. every time. So you can't be pinned. You're invincible. Mm-hmm. I use that one player. Yeah, but is that a cheat though? Well, it must be because they never patched it out. They couldn't, they couldn't patch it out, but it was never in any of the other games. So it was, a, it was a developer mistake. Could have been. Yeah. Interesting. 
That's a cheat I know I Did used, you have, and I felt it really terrible. Advantage. It was an unfair advantage because it meant even if you got to two and a half, and I just waggled that stick, it was like <laughs> boom, and mate, he kicked out like foop, he was straight off you. Um, when I first played that game, it was unlike any wrestling game I'd ever played, and it, it was amazing. Thing is, it took me about two weeks to understand what it was they wanted you to do because it was one of those games where you could press grapple but not press it the same way every time and therefore you did a different move so it was like well i did down up down last time why is he now doing that rather than this and it's only when you realize short press long press Mm -hmm. long press up long press down there was so many different moves you could do but once you unbelievable amount of moves a great game absolutely great game um so there's my favorite cheat of all time hey listen that's good i love questions if anyone ever wants to ask a question around the topic that we're talking around go for it that's really what you you know i love the memories i love your opinions but what we would love more than anything is questions around the topic that we're talking about because it just gives us another talking point to jump off to do you know what pulls you in i'd imagine uh fince the game has been in touch they said like most people here have said I don't see a problem with cheats in a single player game gaming is supposed to be an enjoyable experience it's up to you how you find that enjoyment sometimes challenging aspects of a game can be exciting but sometimes they suck the fun out of it if your idea of fun is putting in the tank cheat on Vice City and blowing things up then go to town cheating and hacking on multiplayer games however I will never understand isn't the point of multiplayer supposed to be about bragging rights about being top competitor exactly right Gamer. how can anyone possibly feel any sense of achievement beating someone knowing they can't actually do it without cheats it's basically the game equivalent of trolling personally I feel sorry that they're so bad at a game that they have to cheat to have some self feel some form of self worth mm-hmm. one would imagine though that they don't unless they're completely stupid they don't, don't care don't. Well, what's the point cheaters cheat they don't care well, sometimes cheaters have fun messing with other players. That's the real enjoyment they get. Mm, I think knowing that's probably... That, knowing that you just shot me with a shotgun point blank, yeah. and my health did not drop down, and then I stabbed with a knife. And then knowing the reaction of that person, cursing up a storm, you son of a... And then trying to go, and then trying to go back at him, and then dying again. And then the, the kid who's cheating is just laughing, having a good time. That's his enjoyment. That is. Um, tell me, who's next out the post bag, friend? Eight bit, eight bit sniper. Actually, he is a new, new listener. listener. I like a. Oh, before we read this comment, is Finster a cheater? I don't see a problem with cheats in single player game. Man, there you go. 8-Bit Sniper. He doesn't see a problem with it, but has he done it? Gaming is supposed it- to be enjoyable, and it's up to you to find that enjoyment. If your idea of fun, if your idea of fun, mm-hmm. is putting in the tank sheet on Vice City and blowing things up, then go to town. He doesn't say he's a cheater, I that opposed to people cheating. Personally, I feel sorry that they're so bad at games, they have to cheat. You see... I don't see a problem with cheats. But he's not willing to condemn himself. Mm-hmm. Clever. He's written that well. He did. 8-Bit Sniper. He says, 
I like a good challenge, but if the game is overwhelming, overwhelmingly difficult, or just feels broken, and you don't have a lot of time in your day to play video games, or just enjoy savoring a game and playing a short burst, I think safe states are justified. That is cheating. Safe states are cheating. Imagine going to the final boss, safe state. You die, reload. Back in the day, William Rana continues. First level, baby. I know. That's an unfair advantage. But the video game did crash. The video game market did crash. These games were complete pony. Still cheating. Okay. Retro... Retro Gaming Dragons got in touch. I think they're a new listener. I'm not sure, but they're going to get a clap anyway. They're a new, new listener. listener. Retro Gaming Dragon, they wear their cards on the chest. I'm not going to lie. He says cheating can be made fun, especially in games like GTA. Yeah. Uh, talking to new listeners. The new, new listener. listener. Digital Monkery. There's no real point in me adding anything at this point. Fin- at Finch the Gamer has expressed my thoughts. I'm likely to say it with more eloquence. So, hi, waving hand emoji. <laughs> How did that comment get through? Okay, that's fine. He agrees with Finch the Gamer. Therefore, I think he doesn't agree with cheating, but he might have cheated once or twice in his life. The second part of the trifecta that is the Holy Trinity of Darkness. Harvey Retro's got in touch. Yes, they've been guests on this show. And if you want to go back, it's called Movies, Games and Videos. I think I indulgently called it. No, it's not about the 90s ITV TV show. It's about Harvey Retro, Johan and Greg giving us their thoughts on video games that became movies. Mm -hmm. I think it was that way around. 100%. Time time passes by, and it was probably one of our greatest episodes. Go it was. And enjoy it, because it's lots of fun. If you listen to some of the backstory of the show and know that they're vampiric lords, they played into that <laughs> so hard, but so well. Full credit to them. Anyway, I only remember using cheats in the 16-bit era, especially on Mega Drive games. So he's a cheat, sadly. My favourite example is hearing about unlocking Supersonic on Sonic 2, but not having the skill to get every Chaos Emerald, which is off on those 16-bit Sonics. Uh, so I put the cheat in. Glad I did. Everyone should experience playing a Supersonic. It's great fun. Nowadays, I don't really come across them. Are they even still a thing? Unless you're playing a game that uses them as nostalgic novelty, like Doom Eternal. I like what they did with them. In today's gaming, I feel like frequent auto-saving is a little bit like cheating. Oh my god. Sometimes you can get through a section with beginner's luck with no clue what you're doing, and then it auto-saves and it doesn't feel earned. Ah, you see, I feel like that sometimes. I have to admit, you kind of like bum rush it, as I would call it, or kind of like just look it through a section, but you don't quite know what's happened, but it auto saves you checkpoint into the era beyond. There's been times where I've, in games, have felt like, oh, how did I get here? Um, it's tough. Uh, he says, I'm the kind of person that liked the save crystals on Tomb Raider. Hmm. They used to keep you going for a while, they did they? Mm-hmm. I can't turn this off yet. Why? Because it's hours to the next save crystal. Yeah, and I might yeah. die. Like Resident Evil, Typewriter. How can we exactly? How were we sane putting ourselves through this? We did it though. 
We did. But nowadays, auto-saving is part of the game. Have you seen... Look at the position I've managed to now get myself in. It's amazing. <laughs> I don't think I could be more reclined recording this show. I think it's changed my voice pitch, but I'm not that bothered. Mm-hmm. Right. Joe Woodward, 5871. He's a new... New listener. listener. What's he got to say for us? Cheats are fine in single player. In multiplayer games, they just ruin the fun. But if you're on your own and it's your game, you should be allowed to do with it whatever you like. Developers giving you the tools to cause chaos is just their way of making it easier on you, since models will do it otherwise. Um, he doesn't say he's a cheater. Cheats are fine in single player. But he's agreeing with cheats are fine. We'll see and like I said, it's your game. You already won. Well, Joe Woodward, thank you for getting in touch. Welcome to the family. Um, if you want to take this relationship a little bit further, you know where the Discord is. Or if you don't, it's in the link tree. Um, we're going to give them the we're going to give them the cut of the rubber. We we're going to say they're not cheaters. Yeah, they're not, but they don't condone it. Okay, well, let me bring in my next witness. That guy, nineteen eighty one. He says, "I think it depends." Is that guy nineteen eighty one? They're a new new. Listener. listener and it's also a special listener why that's marlon <laughs> aka my boy marlon that's your boy mm-hmm. if anyone wants to follow what's become a veritable gaming celebrity um he's on the show as often as me and bobby seemingly because every week my boy marlon gets a shout out for what games he's been playing with the beloved bobby uh well that guy 1981 aka my boy marlon he says, I think it depends. I'm going to give him my voice so you can react with yours. <laughs> Where's he from in the States? Here, New York. I was going to try and use my New York accent, but I don't think it's wise. I think it depends. So we now from Lincolnshire. I think it depends. <laughs> no one really ever wants to cheat, but it depends on the type of gamer you are. I myself will go at least a week or two at most before, if I get stuck, before I Google it. And even then, it's considered cheating because I couldn't find, I couldn't figure it out. If knowledge is power and looking for ways to get through something is cheating, then shiz, I created my whole life. <laughs> that was me doing a lol because mm-hmm. people don't say lol. Well, I yeah. say lol, but he laughed out loud. I think I could have acted better. Uh, That's good. But I want to, I want to read that in a natural way. Um, so he's a cheater. He he's not even making any bones about that Bobby, mm-hmm. at all. Um, mm-hmm. But he's he's cheating in a way that I would cheat. He's looking mm-hmm. at the internet because he's got stuck and his little gamer brain can't quite work it out. Um, yeah, I don't want to throw him under the bus for that, but I guess we'll have to because I threw myself under the bus. Mm-hmm. Uh, last two of rummaged in the postbag, Bobby. There's two bits of paper left in there. Mm-hmm. Do you want the first bit of paper or the second bit of paper? I'll do the first one. Okay. It's a new, new listener. listener. ADX88. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cheat codes are a way of the developers saying thank you alongside glitches that don't get patched. It's a code in the code. Do you remember my... <laughs> This is again, I've gone off topic. Do you remember Mike Rouse slowly embracing new listener? The first mm-hmm. one, he was like, uh, 
Mm-hmm. He wasn't sure, was he? He didn't know what was going on. But by the end, he was like, Ooh, in it to win it. Yeah. Sorry, ADX88. Thanks for messaging in. Uh, cheat codes are aware of the developer saying thanks alongside glitches. Thank you, Patch. It's a code in a code. That's my side glitch. That's my glitch from NWO. He's come mm-hmm. in as a star witness to get me off the hook. Thank mm-hmm. you, ADX88. Top of the class. Um, is he a cheater? He doesn't. He doesn't give himself away. Nay. Once again, he's been trained, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. Uh, last person out the bag. I believe it's a new listener. I think we can say that. I think we could say they're they're a cheater. Yeah. Uh, the new, new listener. listener Gene.B11 has got in touch and they say GTA San Andreas I can't agree with this but uh, it says, would have been awful without cheats lol mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> what uh, so unless he's never played it mm. but we're to assume he is he has. how would he know that's awful yeah so he's play he's a cheater. See, um, so overall if you wanna cheat, it doesn't really matter. It's up to you. Have fun. Completely. Do what you wanna do. But if you're gonna legitimately say you beat something, then by definition Or someone. You, yes. You cannot act dishonestly or unfairly in order to gain an advantage. Hmm. So did you beat Zelda? Yes. Did you look at a playthrough guide? Yes. Boom. Didn't beat it. it was legit. Did you have fun? Yes. Then sometimes that's all that matters. Yeah. It's very easy for us to sit and judge. And as I say that, I mean, we're joking because no one really cares. Of course. Well, I've, I've also cheated with certain games back in the day, but also who cares? Yeah. Um,. And I think that's where I'm getting to with it. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's got very animated about this topic, I would say, and we love a good topic because we love to hear people's thoughts and we love to hear them be insightful and we love to hear them add granularity to the show because they've brought in a new idea or maybe if it rubs people up the wrong way. I don't mind as long as it starts a conversation. We've always said this. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it starts a conversation here or online or wherever, I don't really care. Um, but people talking about games is always a good thing. Cheating... <sighs> you know in the grand scheme of things this is my humble opinion I don't really mind um, as long as you're not using it to make out you're the best at card or Fortnite or whatever it is and at that point in time the biggest mug in the room is yourself because mm-hmm. if you ever then had to compete and you couldn't bring your cheat rig with you <laughs> you're not going to do very well are you uh-huh. you're going to be lower than average because you've never actually been putting yourself through the mill to refine your skills so uh, you kind of ruining your own time really but that's that's completely fine um this week seeing us underwater bobby i would suggest to you that he's been riding stingrays and like a devil of the deep blue sea he's he's been harvesting fish eggs to sell on the market because he knows a tiny bit of profit when he sees it and when he embraces the underwater maritime world bobby he literally embraces it fully stingray is god of the aquatic zone can you hear that? I don't know how this is possible. Possibly because this show is run on a tighter budget than I don't know something with a tight budget. But we've only got one sound effect. Now, we, be be as above water, be as on the 50th floor of a penthouse. That's that same sound pain. And even though we're 60 fathoms under in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, 
Here he comes. He's tearing up the sub-aqua drive. It's time for a peek in what we affectionately call Stingray's boot. What's nestled between some counterfeit nappies and a dodgy copy about a friend all this week. These are new highlights, release highlights. This is the first time I've slept in a while. I should have cheated. Cheat code unlocked. <laughs> this week for May 1st, June 6th, 2021. Listeners, these are not digital or physical or will be by the time this podcast is in your feed, but could be. They could be. I'm just warning you that they might be region dependent. Yep. I've seen a mummy mummy. Fact Me too. That it's noted on the script. Um, I'll go first. Let me pull That's out. mine. Oh, that's yours. Mm-hmm. Well, then you go first, sir. Arbor Tango, uh, PC, PS5, uh, Xbox Series X, yes. PS4, Xbox One, uh, June 1st. It takes two to save the world in its cooperative spy adventure. Pair up with a friend as agent or ha- or hacker with your own with only your voices to connect you and work together to bring a high-tech global menace to its knees. So, if you can imagine, we were together, but with a budget. Mm-hmm. This what, would be this one would be thing it. I'd say about that. I don't know if it's on Games Pass, but I know it's on um, PSN mm-hmm. Game of the Month. Yep, which is cool. Um, yep. They've been quite those games you played with your boy Marlon. I think mm-hmm. where they were like you two working together collaboratively yep. as part of this play at home thing they've consistently dropped these games and i have to admit smart yeah maybe they're not been for me but for play at home and keeping people at home playing games together this idea is fantastic Uh, it's available on all formats so it's not an exclusive or anything like that and as far as i've heard it's reviewed okay it's Mm -hmm. not like a awe inspiring game but Mm -mm. i think there's a little token throwaway i think some people should find something let's face it I guess the idea is that you play Operation Tango as part of a three-turn rotation plus the game that you've bought that month. So you've been given three games, potentially you're a PS5 owner to get access to the full library. You've been given three games for free to play, plus the one tentpole title that Sony normally reduced on a monthly basis. You've got four games in rotation. Mm -hmm. Should have finished them by the time the first of the month rolls around. It's a vicious train to stay on, by the way. This is why Batlocks go suddenly out of control. You've mm-hmm. got, let's say, the, the, the next tempole game is Ratchet and Clank, and you've got Operation Tango, uh, and whatever else they brought out this month, all to play for. Boom. Um, yeah, interesting. Uh, Operation Tango, don't think it's for me. Are you going to play that? Yeah, yeah. just have to wait for um, I'm to get a PS5. Okay. I don't. I don't know what's coming first. Uh, yeah, me neither. Okay. Up next, Stonefly for the PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, Switch. Uh, really ought to be on the stadia. That June first, harness the wind and soar through the wilderness. Of Stonefly, a chill and tranquil action adventure game about self-discovery. <laughs> oh dear! I thought unlock the cheat. Self-discovery, legacy, and belonging glide your mech strategically among beautiful flora and dangerous fauna, confronting hungry bugs, adventures, and memorable characters. Up next, Super Animal Royale. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a fight for survival. <laughs> Super Animal Royale is a 64-player frantic top-down 2D battle royale where murderous animals fight tooth, claw, and machine gun across an abandoned safari park. 
Sounds cool. June 1st, Xbox One. Okay, I think it's also on PC as well. So, um, I'll do two back to back because we've got this and then my mummy, mummy. So, we'll okay. go Hocker Life, PC, June 2. Hop off the train and into your new life in the village of Hocko. Take over the old workshop and get creative. Use creative materials and design everything in town with complete creative freedom. What type of town will you build? Okay. Fair enough. Sounds like Dragon Quest Builders. This is my mummy mummy. And for me... I knew this... it. I could have made a bet. Why? When I read it, I knew it. Okay. Well, this is a PC exclusive at the moment, and I hope that it comes to P- to console because it's the magnificent Truffle Pigs coming to PC on June third. To be honest with you, calling someone a Truffle Pig is the sort of thing I would say to insult somebody. Mm-hmm. You stinking Truffle Pig! Um, but it's completely above board and PG, so we're fine. Uh, it's my mummy, mummy. It's the magnificent Truffle Pigs as a first-person romantic metal detecting game. But what, George? What? It combines laid-back detecting and exploration with a strong narrative, all set in a beautiful English countryside. It's a game about trying to find something. Now, on that blurb alone, you might think, "Mm, George has been at the glue. Not true, okay? This game is developed by the person who made Everybody's Gone to Rapture, and we know Mm -hmm. what a big hit that was was yes it might be a walking simulator but the emotion that's involved within that period of time if he can if they can capture magic in a bottle twice and one would think it's a first person romantic metal detecting game set in a laid back detecting an exploration with a strong narrative in the english countryside has potential to be that game hmm. next what we got pro cycling manager 2021 uh pc june 3rd uh, manage one of 80 teams in over 260 races and 700 stages from strategy to recruitment. It's up to you alone to make the best decisions. Experience more realism and authenticity with the new added features for 2021. Well, one would imagine it's going to have its work cut out because launching on exactly the same day is Tour de France 2021, PC, PS4, and Xbox. Okay, so... June 3rd, you got options mm-hmm. with the yellow jersey with the official game of the Tour de France 2021. All 21 stages and the biggest classics are included. Experience an objective system, a redesigned My Tour mode, and other features. I wonder what the sales price for these games are. Like, do they sell? Like, yeah, they really be into racing. Tour de, Tour de France. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I In my mind, People who are into the Tour de France 2021 are more than likely to have their own road bike and go out and mm-hmm. in their own mind feel like they're com- you know, climbing Vontour, whatever it is. Okay, I don't see them getting home and then turning on the Tour de France. I see maybe teenager kids who are into the Tour de France on the edges who may have a road bike and maybe mooch around the park with their friends get this game one afternoon because they've got vouchers or their auntie buys it for them or or whatever you know if you're playing Tour de France get in contact with us tell us who you are and what demographic mm-hmm. you represent what's next winds of change for Switch June 3rd 
Lead the rebellion, build your army, and shape the world with your choices. A story-heavy adventure game with multiple endings, romance options, and non-linear storytelling. A vast dark fantasy world waiting to be explored. Inspired by Dragon Age and Mass Effect. Fully voice acted by a stellar cast. Mm. Sounds good. I couldn't quite make I don't know what it is. It seems to be... You know that... If it's turn-based, I'm out. Because it's a PG show, I have to, I'm going to use this word, but it's not meant to be insulting to anyone. You know this craze of the of furries? Mm-hmm. All the characters in Winds of Change look like furries. Really? Mm. They um, are like bipedal wolves with very sort of you know when you see furries on youtube people have got dressed up and they put the suit on they 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 look a certain way the heads and the shapes and the and and the masks all look very similar all the people in winds of change look like that um whether that's a design choice or whether it was by accident or not i don't know uh the last kids on earth next one out the bin uh it says and the staff of doom out for pc ps4 xbox one on switch on june 4th join jack and his friends in an epic post-apocalyptic quest to save our world from the queen of slime monsters that's the sort of blurb i expect to see on a game from 1993 with the words tood and rad on the front exactly of the box. but i'm interested what's next the Persistence Enhanced PC, in fact, PS5 May I recommend you check that one out because do you know what it reminded me of? Huh And I might be wrong Zombies at my neighbours This one The Last Kids on Earth and the stuff of Oh it. really? Mm-hmm. I'll check it out mm. uh, So the, persi- per- the Persistence Enhanced PC, PS5, Xbox Series X uh, June 4, 4th uh, survive a horde of do- deemed of doomed deep space colony starship overrun with horrific and murderous aberrations explore evade and fight your way through the depths to bring the ship back to earth gather resources upgrade abilities and fabricate an arsenal of weapons in this sci-fi Stingray, we've got another rogue rogue like yep okay <laughs> yep can't have a, can't have an episode without a roguelike. Uh, next out of the bin, Sniper Ghost Warrior Contacts Two PC Xbox Series X PS4 and Xbox One June Fourth. Sniper Ghost Warrior Contracts Two is a modern warfare shooter set in the Middle East. Players Raven contracts Sniper Assassin as you take a series of targets across a dramatic single-player campaign with extreme range shots, excluding a thousand meters. Gear up for the most challenging entry to the series yet. Mm, and last but not least, wait, mining. stop. Hmm. Unless that's a gold mining game. Forget the Mighty Goose. It's out PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch June 5th. Sack James the Work Experience Boy because he's basically left the blurb in there. Mm-hmm. It's a gold rush. With that, we know we can't let him go back to his subaquatic lair. Until, until, I never want to leave this submarine, by the way. I'm having a great time. I'm wondering in post whether we should add submarine sounds to the whole episode. I mean, why not? It's kind of hot in here, though. But other than that, it's been okay. <laughs> okay. We sound better because the, uh, I guess, the echoing or the lack of the I yeah. agree. Yeah. We're certainly getting hacked less than we were. 
So oh, for sure. And for those that go back and listen to the subtlety, we've been getting hacked the whole time we've been in New York. Mm-hmm. The whole time the show has been in New York, since Tom went to New York, we've been getting hacked and listened to. To put the cheat codes in our, our stuff. But if you want to pick up on the nuances, you can. If you don't, let them sail right past you. My VHS pick of the week is going to be... Oh, I should have prepared, but I haven't. So I'm going to pick Man of Steel. Really? Mm. No, I'm not. I'm going to pick... Yeah, I am. I am. I'm going to cheat. Well, that's the episode for it. I'm going to pick Wrath of Man. Wrath of Man. Guy Ritchie's new film. Oh, oh. Starring Jason Statham. Got an early copy out of the boot from the Ray. I like what mm-hmm. you've done there. Well, with that, he's gone. He's hightailed it out of here. No one mentioned any uh, watertight doors, nor even depressurized the cabin, and he's gone. Strange, I know, but considering he sounded like he'd torn up a pebble drive to get here, one questions what the hell is even going on with the UCP these days. Mm-hmm. With that done... And that done, and anyone who paid attention at the front door of the show nearly did a rhyme there, but that would have been technically a little bit rude. Imagine for a moment that I'd have asked Bobby what he would he'd been playing, and imagine now for a moment that I'm a little bit of a nosy co-host, and I want to know what are you gonna be playing. Uh, in fact, I'm gonna... techni- I've got to reword that. What are you hoping to play? Because, <laughs> you know, the script yeah. is legal now. <laughs> uh, continue Wreckfest, for sure. Yes. Probably finish that. And then I have a couple games I could play. I'm not sure what is left. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But that for sure. And then Alienation with the boys. Just keep on keeping on. Have you got Immortals Phoenix Rising still? Mm-hmm. You're gonna see that through? Oh you got oh T you got Dark Souls, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Is that it or have you got one other one in your stash? No, I have Demon Souls, I have Yeah, Mortal Phoenix Rising, Resident Evil Eight. Oh yeah. Definitely getting Kraken and Ratchet and Clank. But I have a little small ones in between. So I don't know. We'll you know, I gotta balance it out. I think Man Eater was Wreckfest definitely is totally different palette cleanser completely yeah I never played anything like this before, like recently at, at all so that was it's fun so I have Concrete Genie so I could play something else than Concrete Genie have you not whatever. played Concrete Genie no if you want an, if you want an, I heard it was phenomenal I really enjoyed it and do you know what mm-hmm. the platinum as long as you're not a complete m- moron you can get the platinum. It's yours. Get, yeah, it's yours. It, it, you know, even I've got the platinum in that. Mm-hmm. And I think I had to do one backtrack, and it was only because I, in the early stages of the game, I think misconstrued exactly what they wanted me to do where. But by the okay. end of the game, I knew exactly what was needed where and how to get X, and just went back yeah, and yeah. smashed it and did it. You know, and it's. I think I remember what the issue was is I'd done multiple drawings, but not every different drawing so I might have done like three oh. trees actually what they wanted me to do was like a tree a cow a son a dog and all that and make a scene and I don't think I I think I just 
bleh, I just, you know. But when I went back, it dropped. So I had a wonderful time with that game. It's not too serious. Yeah, it's yeah. It's just fun. It's so the game may do that. And, and the visuals as well look great. And, and you know what I'm not a fan of? What? Like, I love horror games, mm-hmm. but I don't like getting the Platinum for horror games. Because sometimes you got to play the game over so many times, it's boring. Mm. And they're not that long. No. So it's like, I, you know, once you know the story and see what happens, it's like watching a horror movie again. Well, they've always demanded you replay through always. them again, haven't they? And, and as you say, I find that, like, oh, look out, mate, tap me on the... Because nothing in a game, I don't think, is grotesque enough to actually scare me Mm-mm. from a gross point of view. Some of the stuff that can get in your head, like when I was younger, maybe some of like Fatal Frame might have caused mm-hmm. me a few issues, but now it'd be like, there, eh, not really. Even Resident, the beginning Resident Evil. All right, you could do Jill, you could do Chris. Yeah. But then you could do something I'm like, but well, why? They're not already... You know, like I'm done. Like Silent Hill, there's no real reason to play it again. You just play it, you're done. But Resident Evil seems to be like, oh, play it with this, down to the knife. It's like standard. I was laying Love in the them. bath. I, was I just don't want to do them again. I was laying in the bath, and something you said recently, I don't know why you just reminded me of this, resonated in my brain. Mm-hmm. It was this. George, 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 George. They've never really done an open world, 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 horror game, 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 the water I came. I was like, he's right. They've never done an open world horror game. Thing is, I don't really like horror games, but if I was tasked with making an open world horror game, how would I do it? Okay. All right. What about one area of a Victorian shire? And within it, there's a haunted wood. Within it is these haunted caves, there's a haunted house, there's all these different stories that maybe pull from different tropes of horror. And you're free and able to go to any one of these haunted locations on this island. Now, depending what order you do them in, kind of depends how the story's going to play out and when you get access to the last boss, which is hidden, even though it's open world. So you maybe have to go and fight a werewolf in the in the woods, and maybe you have to fight like a leprechaun. And it's it's on this scale. So you can go straight in and do a werewolf if you're feeling tasty enough, but the game would recommend you go down and fight a leprechaun over here, you know, you go into like a dingly dell and then you see him and then you don't and then he's like, you got to find my gold and it's all a bit sort of strange and he's sort of playing with your mind and the whole landscape's changing and then if you want to fight the werewolf, it's far more visceral and like the colour palette changes from the greens and the blues and the tranquil sort of emeralds to like dark and it suddenly starts to rain and you see the transformation and you pick up little bits of paper that build the law and if you get freaked out you can sort of leave that area and then go do the the cracking in the sea or this or that or the other and it's basically like either an island or something kind of set in victorian times because i feel like it's got that emotion to it it's kind of scary it's lovecraftian and that's it like i don't know enough about it but if i was to i love it the question appeared in my head but george and shoop out the water I came it was like you know Jesus being reborn I thought what would I do so I need to that's my first shot across the bows I need to go away and deep think it but that's my first open world game there you go you know Rebellion is hiring you can 
they don't, I don't think they made a horror game. I don't think they want someone who just sits in a room and comes up That's with good right ideas. That's right up their alley. <laughs> that would be beautiful, bro. You could even do oh, it in a steam. If just thinking that out loud again, if it was Victorian and you had all these different creatures and you were leaning into the to the right hand side of it all. Um, like that Sean Connery film based on a cartoon, was it League of Extraordinary Gentlemen mm-hmm. or whatever it's called? You could do like a steampunk vibe to it, like you were like a Victorian paranormal hunter. Yeah. It was it's an actiony based game to keep the momentum going because mm-hmm. I don't think you can have someone, but there are still jump scares and some things oh, yeah. that get into your head, like there's maybe banshees that sort of appear in the mist and call you and you're like yeah, what yeah, is yeah. that maybe they're asking for help and you get wrapped up in it another one of those random encounters we get distracted like I say it's only early doors for my concept and I'm not even into it. horror games okay well what are you going to play oh <laughs> just Vita I think um, I'm so happy I've got the Vita it's like when you can't do remote play like yeah it's a bit of a grind but the Vita's got enough stuff going on and it's such a great machine I'm so lucky to have it if I was remote playing on my phone a PS5 game I don't think I'd be very chuffed to be honest with you not because the game is bad just because remote play ugh I don't know it worked for me on the Vita I don't particularly as we've said before want to carry around a controller in my pocket everywhere I go yeah Um, with that all being said and done Bobby I think that's about as outrageous as I'm going to get this week uh, we've been a bit quiet for me and I apologise to all the listeners I can't always be always everywhere all at once um, is that all we've got time for? yeah well as always listeners thank you for your time we look forward to the pleasure of speaking to you again next week until then happy gaming remember there's nothing wrong with being given the unofficial controller it's what you do with it that counts see you Bobby peace out take care 